Blog Talk Radio.
hardcore show, that deathmatch show. But I conversed with Ron about it afterwards because his commentary was great. He was really good on commentary. He kept me entertained even when the matches didn't at times. But anyway, go. I digress. Cool, cool. Well, Ron and I were talking, and, you know, I'm going to be in town, and Friday night I'm coming to Southern Honor. I'm going to see their big tournament. Very excited about that. And we were having a bit of a debate about, you know, what are we going to do on Saturday? Here's yeah. what Ron proposed. Ron Uh-oh. said, because he's going to be in Philly and New Jersey for the ICW shows, and he goes, the Saturday night one is going to be great. So... His idea was a bunch of you should get together, and I'm thinking like Jeff G's house or something like that, and, and watch the ICW. And he said, let me know if you are watching the show in real time. Message me who's with you, and I'll name drop you guys on the pay-per-view. <laughs> 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 Which I thought was just super cool. <laughs> So anyway, hey. just floating that out there that that was something that Ron said, and he, and he said to tell you hello. So well, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, it was real. Yeah, we had a nice exchange. That's 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 good to hear. But I, I miss those days too. That was that was that was a bit of excitement. That was a bit of excitement. Yeah, way back, just, way like, back he's like, you know, Bill would. He's like Bill wouldn't really bite, but Larry was great. Like Larry did more to promote Wild Side than anybody, really. You know, because he was right about it, and so we had a great conversation about wrestling in those days and how it's changed and all that stuff. It was just, it's always fun to get together with Ron. That's for sure. So you looking forward to your uh, excursion uh, to Atlanta? I am, you know, Gary Lamb is a great host. Um, let me put that over right up, right off the bat. And uh, so his plan is I'm going to have to leave at the butt crack of dawn so I can get to Canton um, by noon Oh, it's going to be like seven hours of driving. So I'm going to get there. And so that way, because Gary gets to the building, I guess, at nine in the morning. And Holy so shit. that way I can meet him. Yeah. And then that way I can meet him over there and we can go grab lunch. And then I can check into my hotel room. And then I'm going to be there all day. I'm going to be there from basically noon on. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, you can probably hear in my voice. I'm very excited. Uh, I just think I'm just my plan is to just have a ton of fun and you know meet a whole bunch of. I just realized, Larry, um, how old I am, and <laughs> I realized like all of these guys that I communicate with constantly, I've never met them. I've never met Hold My Beer Hansen. <laughs> I've never met. I don't know if I've met. Ace, Josh Massey. I don't know if I've ever met really? him face-to-face, Larry. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I've yeah, so this is going to be never met, for you. I've, yeah, and I've never met Dylan. I've never met Gary Lamb, of course, and then, you know, any number of guys that are going to be in this tournament who only know me, really, by reputation, um, such as it is. <laughs> so we shall see what goes oh, on. Oh, boy. This, this is going to be a blitz for you. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, are there any topics wrestling-related before we bring CT on here that you would like well, to I'd, discuss? Well, I'd mentioned to you off-air that I posted the um, review of the Anarchy. Excuse me, Anarchy. I think Anarchy because it's at Landmark. 
of the Southern Fried Show at Landmark, which was a really, really good show. Um, I was skeptical after, you know, people said, oh, it's a great show. You got to, you know, it's, it's, you got to see it. And, but yeah, it really was a great show. But what I didn't know watching it was the, um, uh, the chain match with Reyes and Strychnine. Strychnine bled, bled buckets. I thought, man, that was a hell of a blade job. Well, no, it was a hard way. So I don't know exactly how he did it, but it's it's pretty graphic when you when you it's when you see it it's like yeah he 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 did something there so those those guys just have beaten beating the beating the shit out of each other him and Reyes it's just it's it's been quite a feud so, so yeah awesome, um, it, it, I mean I love that feud you know I, I I had a question um you mentioned in your report which everybody should read gwhnewsandnotes.blogspot.com um in your report you were saying. You know, Reyes and basically that Reyes and Strychnine should not be overlooked for feud of the year. Um, what was it about it? I mean, I've loved the build. I've loved them even going back and forth on Facebook and things like that at each other. Um, I love that whole feel. Um, what did you see in the match that really, like, made you think, you know what, these guys should get consideration for feud of the year? Well, it was this match and the previous brutal encounter that they had um, in Loganville. Uh, it's the two of those together, both just it, it, very, very intense, very stiff brawls and different than anything else on the card. Like I, you know, I put in the reports, like their, their, their own two-man hardcore division that, that Southern Fried has with these two guys. And really, Reyes coming out of nowhere to wrestle that style with strychnine um, and, you know, make, do this heel turn and then, and then not just be a heel, but be this really intense, bro, uh, you know, cutthroat kind of guy. Um, yeah. So it, it just struck me that, that there, you know, that, that it's worth it. It's, it's worth yeah. the consideration. That is um, awesome. And, and while I float that out there, what are the other feuds of the year? I mean, I know, you know, people are going to start thinking about, of course, we're going to go all the way to the end of the year, but uh, it's still interesting to think about. I, I mean, Todd and Manders, right? Yeah. Um, right. Here's a question. Do Huck and, Huck and Joe go there? I mean, they won last year, and they certainly had, you know, the blow-off and stuff happen at the beginning of the year. That's the thing. Um, it, that that was it. I mean, that that match will be considered for match of the year, but that was the end. So yeah. it really wasn't a yeah, it really wasn't a twenty twenty thing. I think I think you're match. right. I think I think that match is up for match of the year. But then you know they don't really get consideration for feud of the year because they didn't feud for most of the year. That makes perfect sense. Sure. But then, yeah. really, you you raise a good in, as far as in other promotions, where would that you know what would that be? As far as um, mm-hmm. due to the year, and I, nothing. I'm drawing a blank at the moment of what else would compete with that. What's the What's the big? I guess if we think about it from Fed to Fed, right? What's the big pro South feud? Is it Asen culprit? Not really. They don't feel like they had a yeah. They didn't feel like they really had a long term thing, right? I mean, you know, there's the kind of the left hand path that familiar if there's some kind of feud going on or a breakup or whatever. Well, it's so. yeah, but it's, that's the thing. It's not really a feud. It's it's more like this this implosion of the left hand path more so than any kind of an actual feud, clear one on one feud, and things 
things tend to move so fast there in terms of programs that they the um you know nothing really comes to mind that would really rise to that level um as far as the feud because you know towers has had wrestled a lot of guys but they haven't been extended programs um gotcha. so yeah no, nothing nothing really jumps out there of a feud of a year type type thing what about southern honor what what you tell me what what has what has come in and, and transplanted or uh, since you know Joe and Huck, you know that was over. Has anything um, come into really. that place? I mean, the ones uh, like off the top of my head. I mean, even looking for guys that have worked each other more than twice, you're not going to find it. So what does that mean, right? Um, yeah. Because I mean, it's like Kyle Kyle Matthews wrestled David Ali a couple of times, but it's nothing that seems like it's continuing. So they really right. have that feud of the year. They've become a they've become a, a different show in 2020, and I don't I don't say that like it's a bad thing. In fact, I think it's kind of an, an interesting thing, an awesome thing, in that you know they've become a, a fed where it's like a, it's a lot of like dream matchup kind of stuff. Now a lot of that's mm-hmm. situational, you know, um, but that's what it feels like it's become. It's just like a like really good bell to bell stuff. Is there a well, feud in action worth there? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I, I was going to say they're more like action in that way, and and no, I mean, the one that would be I would consider, but it's, see, it's it's not even so much of a pure Georgia feud as Brett Eisen and AC Mack, which extended across two states, because it also was the feud with with Sup uh, in Tennessee. But you know, they a lot of us just haven't been enough shows by anybody to really do extended programs, you know, during this year. I mean, they're just most most places haven't run enough shows. Mm. I mean, on, on the other hand, I think the the, yeah. the people that are involved in the like our committee of nominating stuff, we've actually sampled more of what's actually happened than we would in, mo- in most years because there's been less of it. <laughs> we've actually seen a greater percentage of it than we would in an average year, I'm going to say. I'm sorry, say that one more time? No, I was going to say, we've actually seen a greater percentage of the things that have taken place in 2020 yeah. because there's been less to check out in general. Sure, sure, sure. Um, like, we're getting real concentrated doses of stuff. Um, and I think for some feds, it worked to their benefit. I think, like, the focus on pro-cell, um, you know, they've never gotten attention like this before. I think being the first to really be up and running shows and then having so many and having those guys on that show go on and do other people's shows and really get the attention, they seem to benefit greatly from it. And, uh, you know, and their storylines seem very focused in a way that they didn't before, you know, it's kind of like, we got to nail these things out of the park and they have this every what, three or four or five shows, they have a big show. And so they just, you know, do natural like build and then pay off, build and then pay off. And it's, it's really working for them. Yeah, if they, can, if they can keep their production, uh, if they can solve their production problems and keep them solved, it would be greatly to their advantage. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a was, nice showcase. You know, you know what's funny is I feel a, a discernible sense of relief when you describe their sound issues is not they don't have sound issues for a show <laughs> i actually feel like genuine sense of relief like oh thank god because that stuff uh, 
because when I tune in, that's the one inhibiting factor at Pro South is if the sound quality is bad, it just I, I just have a hard time with it, man. I have I, a hard time with it. I do, too. I don't want to sit here and put on, like, earphones to try to catch the promos and stuff. I just want to sit back and relax and watch the show, and then you're sitting back trying to relax, and you can't hear the damn thing, or there's echoes all over the place. They actually ran a sound test before the last show, and it really helped. They ran this. They, they, oh, uh, uh, in, 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 uh, uh, Yeah, they ran a YouTube sound <laughs> test, and and I uh, checked the sound test, and you could I could tell. Yeah, they 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 had really. I don't know what they did, but it it definitely was much better. So anyway, hey, I think we got our guest here. Oh, I think awesome! I, I think I see the man. Let's let's bring him on. He's future showcase competitor, heritage wrestling champion. We're pleased to have on the tipping point, Mr. C.T. Keys. Welcome to the show. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. You are hey, welcome, what's sir. what's going on, man? Not much. How are you doing? guys, man? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. <laughs> so, C.T., I know we've never met. I'm Stephen Platinum. Um, so I'm going to ask you this question. I always ask the tough question right off the bat, and then I let Larry kind of follow up with actual wrestling stuff. So here's my tough question. So are you the first heritage champion? I am indeed the first heritage wrestling champion. Okay. So that shit's real important, right? Like I was, you know, I agonized over who's going to win my title and I had PCW and all that stuff. And, and did you feel, how do you think the decision was made to put it on you? If you don't mind breaking kayfabe a little bit, like what do you think was the mitigating factor? And don't, don't, no need to be modest here. Why do you think they picked you? <laughs> what, what made Cause you know, obviously it's Azrael's thing. There's any number of guys that have probably been doing it longer or that he could have gotten. And uh, they picked you, which is an honor. Right. And so why do you For think sure. they picked you? Uh, I think a lot of it that way to it is um, I look good, bro. <laughs> I look good. That's why. Um, when you pick the champion and you want to promote your show, you want to put someone on the poster who looks good. Uh, I think that was a big step in it. Secondly, I think um, Azrael thought that a lot of the spotlight in Georgia hasn't gone to me, so he wanted to promote me that way. Well, I'll agree 100% with Izzy on that. You haven't gotten much spotlight for as good as you are and as far and, as far and fast as you've come. How long have you been um, wrestling now? Uh, if we're counting consecutively, no breaks, uh, about two years. Yeah, that's 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 what I thought. What um, what motivated you to get into wrestling? Well, I've always been a wrestling fan, you know, since I was a kid. Uh, me and my dad used to watch it. Well, me and my dad and my brother used to watch it, but he kind of fell out of it. But um, as I got older, I was like, hey, man, you know, wrestling would be cool, but I had no idea how to start. So it was just kind of like one of those things in the back of your head. And then, um, surprisingly, um, I had a connection with Todd Sexton, and he had just put it out there that it was for guys who were – interested in wrestling to give it a shot and come train and I randomly showed up at the Landmark Arena and it was me and Slim J. He gave me a broom and a mop as I go clean the bathroom. And <laughs> after that, you know, he 
put in work with me for months to probably a year of training, and I, I fell in love with that. Couldn't put it down. Slam Snow is a pretty rigorous uh, trainer, from what I've heard. Um, did, did you find that to be the case? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, it was no easy days, I'd say, but everything he taught you, he taught you with express purpose. Express purpose of you being a better performer. You know, he didn't want you to go out there after coming out of anarchy and trained by the one of the guys of anarchy, and then you suck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the pressure, right? I, I. See, sorry to jump in, but since you're talking about training, um, did you tra- you trained with Irving West at any point? Um, yeah, I did. I did. Um, so describe Irving to me. I find him a fascinating kind of dude. You know, just a weird kind of cat. Um, did you guys get along? Did Did Irving hang? Because he's a bit of a bit of an intellectual and an academic. So just be real with me. Like, what, did he pussy out of shit? Or was, <laughs> was he down for the kind of training that I know Azrael and Slim put you guys through? Uh, no, man. Uh, it's funny because um, he is intellectual. He's a super, super smart guy. And the thing is, like, if you ask him to do something physically, never back down. Even if he doesn't understand it, even if like, it's super intimidating. Even something I'm like, I'm not taking that bump. He's like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> like, you're a, you're a little madman is what you are. You're a hairy little madman. But he gets in there, he does it. I mean, of course he has limitations, but it's never stopped him from giving it a go. Um, tell us a little bit about your athletic background. Obviously you have one. So tell us tell us about it. Uh, man, I was a amateur wrestler in high school, then uh, in college at Darden College. It's now Albany State University. Pretty sure it merged. Not enough letters about it, so it just merged. Um, played a little football uh, up until about my junior year, and then I have always been to you know working out since probably middle school. Yeah, there aren't. Um... I don't know. I find it's a, like, sort of not too many guys coming into wrestling that have your kind of build. You know, it, it just it just really like jumps out that you you from day one you look like a pro wrestler. I appreciate that. You know, I feel like if you're going to be a pro wrestler, you should at least get that part down. Do you, you, going back to to Slim for a second? Do you feel? Um, Pressure being Slim's Slim's trainee, and you know, to me, one of his one of his best trainees that he's had. Does that do you feel that? Uh, initially, I did. I came in with like that kind of pressure. Was like, uh, who trained you? You know, and like Slim Jane was, oh, gonna be stiff. He is definitely gonna be stiff. And it's like over time, you know, the pressure of like, hey, you got to be good, turns into the pressure of, well, you you know what you're doing, just. Don't screw it up. Like, keep building. Stack in, you know, momentum on top of momentum and just getting your name out there, you know, building that resume. So the pressure of it just against a slim thing is no longer as much as it was when I first started. 
how how big of an advantage do you feel it is the the, the amateur background has is or has been for you? Oh, major, because uh, a lot of stuff just uh, comes naturally. I should say, like it, it feels normal, except for you know, just very slight difference. But yeah, a lot of it just really comes easy. A lot of it comes naturally. It looks to me that you're also like pretty natural in terms of like getting the um, facial expression and body language stuff in pro wrestling, um, which I know a lot of guys coming in. That's not a natural thing for them. Um, is that do you one? Do you think that about yourself? And if you do, where where do you think that came from? I do not think that about myself, but uh, I do appreciate you pointing it out. That's points for me. Um, where it came from, I mean, I guess watching for so long, maybe. If I had to guess, that's where I'd have to put it. Watching it and just maybe um, mimicking what you've seen, you know, getting uh, getting a little bit of that understanding of how this how it works. Cool. Well, all right, I'm gonna ask a fucking tough question. I I love all these answers, but CT. So I'm I'm coming down this weekend to Georgia. I haven't been there in forever. Going to Southern Honor, I don't know how aware you are of what they do, but they're having this 12-person tournament. Um, guys like guys that you are familiar with or you've heard of, Chip Day, Kyle Matthews, the Lynches, Gunnar Miller, Hold My Beer, Hanson, um, guys like Very Morales, who's kind of making a name for himself. Be honest with me. Are there is there anybody in that tournament that you think that you – can hang with? Can you hang with everybody? If they threw you in that situation on Friday, if Heritage for some reason wasn't doing a show and they, they brought you down there, is there anybody that you would be scared to wrestle? Is there anybody you would be excited to work? Do you really think you could hang at that show? As far as hanging, I mean, I don't think there's a problem with hanging. I mean, I'm trained for Good. a reason. I'm prepared for a reason. Um, as far as like guys being scared, not scared of anyone that I've met. I mean, maybe maybe running Jeter on a bad day that that might be pretty scary. But other yeah, than that, Jeter and those goddamn chops. Fuck Jeter. <laughs> I trained that asshole. <laughs> hey, Jeter's a guy, man. That is a guy. You um, you certainly didn't look intimidated at all at the futures um, showcase, and there was a lot of you know. Uh, you know, up and coming guys in there um, that you were there. You know, and I was I was really pleased that that you got selected for that. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience doing the uh, future showcase? I didn't hear the last part of your question. What was it? Can you tell us a little bit about the experience of doing the futures um, showcase? Oh man, I mean, futures is awesome. Uh, that action crew. I mean, all the guys involved with that. They are just awesome, top to bottom. Um, I was. Super honored to be considering that. Uh, Appreciate sure Scott who brought my name up, you know, threw me in there. So uh, I appreciate that. Shout out to him. Uh, that that tournament talked about like you see the guys who were there and you see the guys who weren't exactly in the tournament but were on that card. And I mean, it's just a who's who of like who's going to be there, um, who's coming up, who's actually doing something these days, and. I mean, I couldn't be more proud to be part of it. You know, you've um, 
popped up in a number of different places, of course. Uh, that The showcase, you were at Pro South last week, Lariato. Um, but you really haven't, other than the heritage, it, it, Southern Fried, of course, too, you haven't been really featured regularly uh, anywhere, at least not that I'm aware of. Why do you think that is? Or am I, am I mistaken about that? I mean, no. Uh, I think you're pretty good. I think you're right. Uh, I think this year is a weird year. Yeah. In general, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so anything that gets any momentum going, like it's likely that will shut down or be postponed or moved around and just scheduling conflicts is the main thing, I'd say. Um, the, the spots that I would love to go to that I just haven't had the opportunity to go to yet, uh, you talk about Southern Honor, I think it's one of the best promotions running, like hands down. Everybody knows it. It's not even a secret. Uh, I just haven't been able to make my way down there quite yet, but I do look forward to getting the opportunity. Yeah. What you else? Know, this is, you know, I know, I'm sorry. I know Larry has another question, but I just want to hear about this. So, CT, you know, there's so many guys working stuff like AEW dark and all this kind of shit. Right. And they're making, they're, they're making all this ridiculous money. I would love, um, ha, have you ever checked out AEW dark and that kind of thing? I have, um, with, um, David Ali. Yeah. Band on there, Griff, you know, uh, those guys I've seen, I've worked with in some capacity or the other that, I mean, when they're on, you know, you got to check them out. You got to see what's going on. And all those guys have gone out and, you know, killed it with the opportunity that they got. So, yeah. If if, if you had a crack at doing that, and I think you, I think, I think whoever's listening to this, if you've got any sway, I think you need to get CT down there to do his thing for AEW Dark. Um, it, who's someone you would be interested in working with? Uh, like a Ricky Starks or like who's, who's out of the like AEW crew, who would you be interested in working with and helping to put over at first? Oh man. I mean, you name it. You said Ricky Starks. That would be a great first there. I like his, uh, I like his character. It goes a long way. It's super cocky. I feel like I can definitely work with that. Do something with that. Um, Lucha Bros for sure. That would, I feel like just that ring style, I think I could show a lot more of what some people haven't seen out of me. I'd love to give that crack, too. How about bringing that same question back to Georgia? You know, hopefully 2021 is going to be uh, <laughs> quite a different year from 2020. <laughs> who um, who in Georgia would you like to get in the ring with in the coming year? Who's at the top of your list? Top of my list. I mean, Logan Creed's always – way up there. Um, I haven't got a chance to work. AC Mack, I would love to get in there with him. Uh, I'd like to run it back with Gunner. I had a throwaway with him years ago right before I took a long hiatus. And then um, I've worked Tyler Fulpert, who's reinvented himself. And I've worked him since then, but we always have a we always have a good match. So, throw him back in there again. And Ashton Starr, of course. And as soon as Joe Black is healthy, I'd like to run it back with him, too. Or run it with him. I haven't worked it before. Pretty good list. Steve? 
you know, um, since you're the heritage champ, and now, in theory, people are going to come after you. And who are people that you would be? Here, here's a here's a weird question. Now, from what I understand, Slim J is not. He's just not wrestling anymore. He's sort of quietly like stepped away from it. He's not wrestling anymore. But out of Slim J and Azrael, <laughs> if if you had a chance for a big show to do this like old lion, young lion, you know, which one of those guys do you think you could tear it up with? Or if you don't want to pick between the two, what's the what's what's an ideal match that you could have with Slim? And what's an ideal match that you could have with Azrael? You can you can pick stipulations, you can pick situations, whatever you're feeling. What's your dream match that you would have with Slim? What's your dream match that you would have with Azrael? Oh man, what a question! Because uh, I definitely couldn't pick between the both of them. Uh, they've both been so influential for me. With Slim, there's such a built-in story that uh, it could definitely be that like young lion master student story, and you can just put it out there and let it build. But if it was a match, I'd have to go slim for 60 minutes Iron Man. And for Azrael, it'd have to be something super violent. So a last man standing, uh, just all out. I love it. I love it. Hey, you know, I I uh, got to got to put you on the spot for a second because you you your heritage, of course, will be running uh, landmark, and you've wrestled landmark a number of times. Do you? How do you feel about uh, wrestling shows with uh, no masks required in the building? As far as, as, far as the fans, yeah, yeah, it's a mixed bag for me because on one hand, you know, um, a lot of people do get sick, you know, a lot of people are at risk, and on the other hand, no one's trying to, you know, step on your toes, step on your freedoms, whatever, but um, as far as running that show, I I think it should be required to get in the door, even if you're feeling good, even if you have no symptoms, or the mask, I mean, we all want to get back up and running, all shows across Georgia, across the state, across the south, you know, we all want to run, just wear the mask, let's get this through so that we can do this and the mask won't be required, you know. We're all in this together, as they say. Okay. Yeah, man. So, like Larry mentioned before, that, you know, there's, uh, that you haven't worked as many places as you as you could have because of 2020. Um, what's a promotion that you'd be interested in, or a couple of them? Um, what are where are places that you're interested in in uh, working a little bit that you haven't been to before? As far as in Georgia, or just you know anywhere? As far as anywhere, I mean, you can name places in Georgia as their egos, but beyond that, <laughs> any place that you want to work. <laughs> no. Um... I mentioned earlier, you know, uh, I'd like to do Southern Honor. Um, of course, I'm trying to get on with action. Yeah. And there may be something down the pipe, but uh, I won't want to call that too early. 
Um, I've never been to Peach State, surprisingly. Hint, hint. And um, then after that, man, I'm, I'm really just trying to travel. I'm trying to get outside the state, um, see some new faces, show some uh, new audiences who I am and what I can do. Yeah, you should you should definitely hit up Shane. They could they they're they're uh looking for good talent over there. I mean, hopefully they get back up and again, they're another one that hopes to get back up and running on a full schedule next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah, and and you'd you'd certainly fit like a glove at action. Um so yeah. Well, I appreciate. It. Yeah. The thing between action and Southern Iron Man, that's probably like two of the top to bottom best rosters in Georgia right now. Can't argue with that. So, so CT, CT, how long how long you been doing this wrestling shit? <laughs> um, I originally started training in I think 2014. I'm not one of those guys okay. who remembers. So uh, now, then I had injury. Took me out for a no, no, no. Years. Go ahead, please. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, you just you seem like a a really sharp guy, really smart. As a smart guy myself. Um, <laughs> have you ever, have you ever had ideas, especially when you were newer at this the whole thing, ideas that you just thought were, man, this is going to be a killer, like, a, like a great line in a promo or something for a gimmick, just some idea that you thought was just going to be amazing. And then you realize, or somebody pointed out to you, like, no, man, that's fucking <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and you can remember. <laughs> of course. I mean, how, like, is it most things like that? Like, you think of it, you're like, oh, man, this is going to be the best. Like, this is going to get me over. It's going to shoot me to the moon. And then all of a sudden, like, you, you actually put it out there a little bit. You're like, this is this is stupid. This is dumb. Um, not what I thought it was going to be. It's either that or a lot of times, like, you just never get that opportunity to put it out there the way you want to. Because you need, you know, you need some booking help. You need some, uh sway in the back room. What can uh, what can people? Oh Go no, ahead. I was no. going to ask what what's what's something that somebody can expect to happen on Friday? What's going down Friday at Heritage? You can always expect stuff at Heritage that you're going to get a nice long. Well, maybe not long, but you're always going to get a nice match out of me. Like um, I'm. I'm really at home there, you know. It's Landmark Arena, super comfortable. It's pretty much home base for me. So you come up there, and you're going to see me put on a show, as always. Uh, you're going to see some of these upcoming guys who also don't get that spotlight. You're going to see, I'm pretty sure Barry is going to be on there. So you're going to get to see him if you haven't seen him already, a lot closer than Southern Honor. You know, get out for yeah, you got. You know, I mean, I see some good names on the card: Barry Morales, Blanco Loco, Dream Girl Ellie, Tyson Maddox. Do you know? Do you know what you've got Friday night? I'm pretty sure uh, it's me and Scott Mason. And oh. as all you know, well, you should know, Scott has been around for a long time. Great character, um, great heel. Just you can't get the guy motivated to uh, go to the gym. I say that. <laughs> that it's kind of a shame because in a lot of the it seems to me in, in other aspects of his game he's he's improved. 
But oh, uh, cool. yeah, the, the, yeah, going to not not the going to the gym part. <laughs> nah, that's just a little knock that I give him. Uh, he's a good dude. He's smart. He knows the business well. Um, but definitely, definitely one of the better guys. He was a lot underrated in my opinion. CT um, at Heritage. <clears throat> I mean, one of the things that they're known for is their women just going at it, right? Like, it's yeah, hardcore, sure. crazy, beating each other to death, like deathmatchy kind of feel sometimes. Does that put pressure on the – just be honest. Does that put pressure on the guys a little bit? <laughs> when you got, hey, man, when you got the women going out there and just kicking that. ass like that? Hey, ladies there, um, always just – when I watch it, like my jaw drops. I'm like, oh my god! You know, you got Crystal up there. Um, you got Dream Girl Ellie up there. She's knocking around with the dudes. It's like, God. And then um, for sure, like those ladies kill it every single time. And um, it, you're right, it's definitely like a death match feel, which is not in my bag. So more power to them. But uh, yeah, for sure, uh, it's a little pressure. It's a little pressure because I'm usually the one like after that. Short little break, and then me. I'm like, well, can't compete with, you know, spikes in the head, but we'll see what we can do. Cool. It. Well, that's uh, this Friday night, then. Fight Before it's Christmas, I believe, this ti- is the title for the show? Yes, I believe so. I mean, if, you, if you've been starved for wrestling... Uh, all the shows that you know have been canceled. Come on out there. I mean, everybody loves Landmark. Bring a jacket. <laughs> cool, yeah, man. This is, yeah, this is this is a hell of a weekend coming up for wrestling for Georgia. It is. I mean, I'm looking forward to... I mean, I'm really proud of Heritage in general, like stepping it up. I mean, there were times there where the, the crowds are pretty lean, right? And, but I, I think they're doing a great job of promoting. I think I think you're going to have a pretty good house there on Friday. And it seems like it's a promotion that's incredibly viable. Um, what What's something that you, see, that you would see as a real, like, landmark? Like, like no pun intended, but something that you would see as, like, a major milestone for heritage. Um, I mean, it could be anything. It could be like, Oh, if we drew a crowd of blank or, you know, if we got this kind of attention or what's something that would make you really feel like, okay, heritage is now, you know, we're not, we're not the baby new promotion anymore. I feel like we're, we're really stepped up. What would be an indication of that for you? Uh, well, definitely got to get that crowd size up, man. It's always nice to have a, a good house, even in the COVID era. Um, if I had to put a number on it, you know, upwards of 400. If we got that, that would be a big landmark. I pay attention to that kind of stuff. Um, also, you know, a larger social media following, that would go a long ways. It looks to me like this show is the is the the most that Heritage has done on social media with videos and and so forth. Yeah. So ho- hopefully that that will help boost things up for Friday night. I hope so, man. Awesome. Yeah, man. 
Cool, cool. Larry, do you have any last questions for CT? Uh, I just think uh, it's more of a statement. I, I mean, I think I think you got yeah. a, a world of potential, and I, I hope you get out there and um, get to more places in the coming year. More people need to see what you can do. Period. I appreciate yeah, that. I mean, let's, uh, so we get that. Yes, sir. Well, the best of luck on Friday. Heritage Championship Wrestling. They're doing their thing Friday night. Landmark Arena. You got to get it on, Scott Mason. <laughs> so thank you, thank you so much for joining us, Matt. I really appreciate it. Appreciate it, CT. Appreciate you guys having me. Man. Thanks a lot. Thank you guys. Cool, cool. Yeah, man. So we've got. Uh, a dozen shows. I listened to Rob Brad's report, and he ran them all down. Um, and a, a dozen, dozen shows. Did you say a, a dozen shows? Holy he had a do- he had a dozen shows, but for for between Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. Oh <laughs> he, actually, he had eleven. He didn't mention Heritage, but we covered that here. But so, so yeah, a dozen shows. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's happened in quite a while. <laughs> No, sir. Well, and what's amazing about that is you're getting a dozen because you have more than a couple of Friday shows running, and right. you got show at least one or two shows running on Sunday as well. That's what's so incredible is, you know, the weekend is now really the weekend. It used to be like, oh, when we said weekend, we meant Saturday with the occasional Friday show, but now... You know, Pro South is always going to hit on Friday. Heritage is going to hit on Friday. Southern Honor is going to hit on Friday. Wrestle America moved their thing Sunday afternoon. I mean, it's it's something else, man. Well, you know, the other thing that's on Sunday is this Promociones Neza Lucha Libre in Austell. And, you know, like they're bringing in some names. Like they had Conan out there last month. And what? I think they've got, if I'm not mistaken, they've got Carlito. This Sunday, in in this like I think it's a bar in Austell. I'm just real curious about it. Uh, you know, this. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I, call, I couldn't believe when they had Conan come. It's like really. I couldn't believe when Conan showed up on that AEW bit. That was <laughs> when funny. In Vegas. That was funny. That was oh. funny. I know it must have driven Disco crazy because Disco. Disco wants to hate AEW so badly. <laughs> you know, that chapped his ass that Conan showed up on that stuff. So. I, I, really I must sure. admit, I am so curious to see what Kenny Omega says and does on Impact. And I, I, don't, I don't care for, for Impact usually. I can't, I just, it's just so sterile feeling. But I will be watching tonight to see what Kenny Omega does. Just Larry, this is what this is what they've done to me, Larry. So I, you know, everybody knows I do raw, dark, <laughs> dynamite, and now SmackDown, Ugh. right? And uh, right, and and NXT. <sighs> After tonight, until they shake me off by boring me, I'm adding Impact as well. So I actually had to – I haven't watched Impact in so long, I had no idea if I even had access to it. 
So I had to do a search. You know what channel number it was on? <laughs> one thousand eighty-one. Yeah. Channel one thousand eighty-one. But I found that son of a bitch. So I'm <laughs> so I'm DVRing it and I'm gonna watch it. Which means I, I'll have to come do Impact and Dynamite and Di- oh, Dark. And Dark is of course. 16 matches and probably 17 hours long. I so, saw yeah. that, man. You are a glut, you are a glutton for punishment. I, I, I could be crass and say I don't think it'll take long for uh, Impact to, to bore you, but may, hey, they've maybe they'll prove me wrong on that. We'll 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 see. Um, yeah, we're gonna have be to interesting. see. But uh, but boy, and hey. you know, the, 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 yes, please. No, I'm just gonna say, hey, we got We got We'll have to figure out this plan for Saturday night, but we'll, we'll have to get to that later. There's there are a number of interesting options here, aren't there? There are, there are, and uh, but you know, and so let's talk about our weekend. So Friday, you're going to be at Action, correct? I'll be at Action, right? And I know the the rest of your the guys, you you, I'm Myra, Nick, and Rob, and you are all going to be up there in uh, Canton, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. So that'll be great. I mean, I'm familiar with Rob, like he's used to take PC, um, pictures of the PCW show, but I never really talked to him. So that's going to be funny. Um, you know, <laughs> it's like, you might know me as the guy who probably yelled at you for something at some point. Um, and then Nick and Myron, I've never met. Um, so I'm hoping Myron does not get tied up at work. Um, right. So right. Like That'd be unfortunate. But, but Nick, for sure. Um, yeah, it's just going to be great. And um, are you going to go to the uh, WrestleMerica show on Sunday? Probably not. Well, it kind of depends okay. how Saturday plays out. But because it's an afternoon show, uh, probably, probably would, I probably won't. The one that I'm really curious about, but, man, it's a drive, is that Dothan WrestleMerica. I haven't been to a Dothan show in years, and I don't know how they do down there. Um, but that's such a, you know... It's a it's a historic wrestling town. I don't know how Wrestle America does when they go. Well, they of course they call it Continental when they go there. Um, but they got oh, okay. the rock and roll. The, the rock and roll are working that show. They're they're in for both. They're working Dothan on on Saturday night, and then they're doing um, Barnesville on Sunday. So it's basically the same the same crew of people. I think I don't know if Judas is doing both of them, but supposedly it's the same crew for both nights. Or, or the <laughs> night in the Jesus, afternoon. Man. Yeah, oh, the yeah. rock and roll, man, those guys work, man. <laughs> you know, the kind of, I guess there's always one or two, right? Because I remember at one point in Georgia wrestling, it seemed like Tommy Rich was on everybody's show. Yeah, <laughs> he just appeared on everybody's show. But the, I mean, but the rock and roll will get in there, and they're gonna give you. I mean. You know, Morton's going to do the Canadian Destroyer. I mean, like, it really is remarkable. I, is it safe to say <laughs> that Georgia wrestling leads the nation as far as really, really old guys who don't necessarily work their age? <laughs> like Mike Jackson and the Rock and Roll, you know what I'm saying? Where it's just yeah, like... that, that's a good question. Do, uh, do you have those guys in other places? I can say from what I know of the Chicago scene, you do not. There's there's not a Mike Jackson. <laughs> there's nobody of that ilk working up in that area that I'm aware of. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't. Oh. <laughs> 
it's super cool. Well, well I'm, sure, I mean, I'm sure that hardly anywhere has a Mike Jackson. I mean, that's really insane is, is how old he is to get in there and, and, and do the athletic style that he does is just mind-boggling. I mean, I have thought that Impact was going to bring him in on the regular after they used him that one time, you know? Right, right. Oh, man. Oh, Well, it's, we'll see what this weekend brings. It's going to be interesting, man. Yes. Um, special thanks to CT Keys. I just, Larry, um, I mean, my general take on CT is uh, another another bright guy who's got it together, seems to have his head on his shoulders correctly, obviously trained right. Um, I, you know, you were impressed with him, which is, Sorry. Which is okay. amazing. No, no, no. He just, he uh, just you needs know, to, he just, he's just got to get the exposure. I think when he gets the exposure, get people are going to see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he's just got to, he's just got to have that. And um, this is the time. I mean, again, you know, it's, it's 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 a drum that I've beaten quite a bit, but I think people in wrestlers in Georgia and Florida need to understand that at a time where time has stood still for almost everybody else, it's as busy here as it's ever been. And this AEW thing, people don't realize how insane that is. Um, I mean, Larry, it's insane. What Ron and I were talking about was what happens when and if that dries up and you, all these guys who are used to getting paid this ridiculous amount of money and having all this exposure, all of a sudden they're going to have to go back to the indie scene and think they're going to get 500 bucks or something. And it's just like, yeah, that, um, that ain't going to be happening. But, I mean, yeah. but that's, that's a problem, you know, to cross when we, when and if you have to come to it. But I mean, just know, Georgia wrestling people listening to this, this is, this is your time. Enjoy this. Get out there. Um, because everybody needs talent. You know what I haven't heard lately, Larry, is the top promotions belly aching that everybody keeps bothering them to wrestle for them and they don't have room for everybody. I don't think that that's – I think people are silent on that because they understand you know what, If unless we're going to use the same crew again and again and again, if you want to spice things up, you're going to need new blood to come in. So I'm glad mm-hmm. there's guys like CT who have a look, know their shit. They just need the exposure. They just need to get out there and do it. Because we've seen what guys can do when they're willing to put themselves out there. Austin Towers, right? Ben Buchanan, Tyler Culprit, Hold My Bare Hands if you want to work for a promotion, it honestly doesn't take a lot to get in the door anymore, does it? You know? No, I mean, look, look at those other South Georgia guys, um, J2 Strong and and Croc. Now they've gotten in in all different places because they've been willing to get out there and, and, and drive and get, get to these different shows, and they're they're appearing mm-hmm. all over when they they, they you know they, that wasn't happening for them before. So it's it's great, it's great. Because I mean, hey, no matter how, t- yes, please. No, next week. Got to, got to mention next week, if you're interested at all in what's going on with Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment and their TV deal and show of the year, we've got Murder One. Oh, if things go as planned, Murder One will be our guest this hour, one week from tonight. Excellent. Always great to talk to him. You know, he and I. <laughs> yeah. 
always, always interesting, always fun, always real. And that's the best part about all of it, right? So anyway, um, for Larry Goodman, who I'm looking forward to seeing this weekend very much, I'm going to make that happen. Don't worry about that, Larry. Oh, yeah. If I got sure. to show up at your door with my little stick and handkerchief with my stuff in it tied to the end, I'm going to show up. Um, no, we'll make it happen. <laughs> and, come, and come out to action. Come out to Southern Honor. Come out to Heritage on Friday night. And then Saturday, you got a crap ton of choices. And then Sunday, you got choices as well. And uh, if you see me there in my green jacket, come up and say hi. Just keep your mask on and don't get too close. <laughs> anyway, we're going to see you next week with Murder One and perhaps another guest. Otherwise, he's Larry Goodman. I'm Stephen Platinum. And this has been The Tipping Point. We thank you for listening to this broadcast, a production brought to you by the GWH Radio Network. Stay tuned to GeorgiaWrestlingHistory.com for the latest information on upcoming events and more. As always, we thank you for your continued support.